Kijk, mijn gimmel. Wat de pack mijn base, denk ik. We are up to pack mijn base. Hosuk Aleph. First one to mention a measure that I saw, which confirms what we discussed last week. Last week we discussed that the pasuk in Mishlei that says Mishlei Perik Yud Aleph Pasuk Avav. Menea Bar Yikavuhu Laum Ubracha Leresh Mashbir. So someone, the one who withholds the bar, the grain, he gets cursed by the people, while the Mashbir receives brachas on his head. So. We spoke about the rias that Yosef earned a curse, because the other place in Mishlei where it talks about who gets cursed, it talks. It's also about Yosef, which is that if you tell the Rashi or Tzadik, so basically he can't fit para, and um, then you kruul um, and then based on uh, on the other hand, the brachal Rosh Mashbir is obviously Yosef, as the Medrash says, Yosef who Mashbir. And he receives the bracha, as it says in Birchas Yaakov, Birchas Avicha, Birchas Hare, Tavani Lavash Yosef, Tavosa Lavash Yosef, to the head of Yosef. So that's bracha Lavash Mash, but on the other hand, he's also living in Boyekvulam, because he, um, as we learned in the end of Pragnam Aleph, he made, waited until the world became acute to um, take advantage of, of Mitzvah. So he said, yeah, that's, that's Pari's fault, because he put together Mishlei. And that's because Yosef is working for Pare and he has to do things paradic. So that's, that part is blamed on Pare. So it's like this. It's Yosef did two things. He was Menea Bar and he was Mashbir. So we give him credit for being Mashbir and we excuse him for being Menea Bar because we say that's Pare. And basically it's like we're saying what Yosef wanted, what Yosef really wanted to do was give to her. And that's why he gets the Bracha. But he can only do what he could do within the time. Right, that was basically what we discussed last week. So the metric says the following, which Mamash confirms it. Menea bar zeparoi. This is a Talchum and a Medrashah. And Menea bar zeparoi. She gonez es a tevua b'shnei ra'avoin. V'loi b'kish l'vkar. V'hoi wakal m'kalun l'esei. V'bracha l'reish mash b'zei Yosef atzadik shizana sa'el m'kiroi. So Menehbar Lekulam is Pari because he stockpiled the Tua and didn't want to sell it. Everyone was cursing. Where does it say this in the Torah? Pari completely was not involved. He said, go to Yosef, leave me alone. But I think the one the Medrash is doing is saying that the, the withholding the Tua, that's Pari's fault. That's, in other words, as we looked up the Pesukim, there's two players, there's Pari and Yosef. And that's Pari using Yosef to do his dirty work. So whatever's dirty is Pari. We have to read that Pari and say, Pari Yosef, that's Pari being a bad guy and saying, I don't know, I'm sorry. Yosef's not selling, I can't help you. Then Yosef, who Yosef, that's what Yosef would have done, so to speak. And can we read it also like that? Meaning, the, Yosef is active in Saif Perk as giving food. That's what it says, Yosef Vayiftach. What it says about Pari is that he said, I can't help you. Right? Even though, in, in terms of what happened, it means, as we, as we discussed, Yosef. Yeah, he probably said go to Yosef and do what he says, and Yosef didn't do anything. But the Torah says by Yiftach Yosef. So in other words, that's what the, maybe the rem is. The Yosef gets credit for feeding, and Pari gets credit for withholding. Hagam, they both did both. But the question is, what did Yosef really want to do, and what's he, what did he, was he forced to do because he was working with Pari? That's the Medrash confirms. And now we begin Parak Membez. This whole pasuk is a very mysterious pasuk. 
completely unnecessary. In other words, when we say we talk about what's necessary in the Torah, right? You have to think of that. The way to understand it is everything makes the story move forward, right? Simple. I mean, most of the, the necessary psukim are the ones that are dear. But in other words, a pasuk that you see it that's obviously different reason. That's a pasuk that's dear for the story. Now here, the story, what the movement of the story is that they're going to go to Mitzrayim and Yosef, which is which is follows naturally from the end of Paragraph Aleph, where yeah, there's a rav. We already learned that the rav is in lands other than Mitzrayim, and that people are coming from all over the place. So we could have really skipped the pasuk Gimel. Cholar is born Mitzrayim, ends Paragraph Aleph, right? And then you could have said, and the brothers of Yosef went too, because there was a rav in the land of Canaan. So the first Pasuk, Pasuk Aleph, is, is completely Miyoto. Yaakov saw, as if there's some sort of surprise there, and he says the statement to his sons. We'll soon talk about what that means. And it's repeated in Pasuk Beis. So again, the whole Hakdam over here is unnecessary, and we have to understand what is Pasuk Aleph, what is the relationship between Pasuk Aleph and Beis. And in Pasuk Aleph, he says, it says, Pasuk Beis says, Hine Shomat. So you have to think about this. Lamaise, if you focus on okay, what is it what is in Pasagalf? In Pasagalf, there's a, a a conversation, and it's you have to read it really to sharpen it. You have to read it, it's a machlikis, as it were, between Yaakov and his children. They are being misra'u, whatever that means, we'll get to that. And Yaakov's taina is Lama. Why did Yaakov say that? By Yaakov, right? So that's the structure of the Pasak. The Banav are being misra'u, and Yaakov says, What is this business? Because he's right. That's just true as a, a Pasak. Fine. So now what does Tisra'u mean? What does Tisra'u mean? So I want to tell you three alternatives, which are going to explore all three of them. So it's firstly, it's the Tzuras Hispa'el. That's the Tzura of the Diktuk here. Some say it's from the word seeing. Um, that's Targum. It's the Hispal from Re'ia, which some of Russians say that it means, well, Hispal always means something that's reflective, something that you do within yourself. Right? Like, let's say... For some reason, hiskanev comes to mind. Hiskanev means to steal away, like to to hide. The hiskanev, I think. Um, what's another example of that? You have an example, obvious example. Just want to give you a sense of what the hispal is. Okay, so hispal always means when you're doing something within yourself. So some people say lama means that why are you standing around looking at each other? Lama Tisra, why are you in a matzav? You're like you're like stewing in vision. You're 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 just in a matzav of vision that's not outside of yourself. So you're just looking around at each other. Okay, Lama Tisra. So you have to read the pasuk. Yaakov sees something. Vayar Yaakov. He sees, and he sees something which is going to tell him to go act. And he says to them, Why are you just look standing around, looking at each other, um, dumbstruck as it were? Okay. Another shot in the Pasuk is, which is Tagim Anderson, says, Tisra'u's Milashan, fear. Why are you in a state of being afraid? Why are you afraid? There's food in Mitzrayim, and there's nothing to be afraid of. In other words, they're afraid of the Ra'av, and he's telling them, there's not, you shouldn't be afraid. And now there's another shot in Rashi, and I want you to look at the Pasuk initially, because this, this is the Pasuk of Rashi Shtas too. And this Pasuk is in Perikid Aleph, right next to that other Pasuk of the Brachal of Rachel Najbir. So which supports that it's related to this parasha. This is in Perik Yud Aleph and Mishle, Pasik Chof Hei. So Pasik Chof was the one we talked about, Menea Bar Kula Oim. It's there. And okay, yeah, Perik Yud Aleph, Pasik Chof Hei. 
Nefesh Bracha Sedushan, the Nefesh Bracha receives um, Deshen, comes sated, fat. Umarve Gamhu Yore. So Marve Gamhu Yore means he who makes other people Rava, Rava means full, Rava Esatzme. So who deserves to be full himself? One who makes others full. So that's a third reading of Lama Tisra'u is why are you sated? Rashi quotes that too. Question had on the Rashi, what Rashi is bringing this Pasuk initially for the Gemaral, learns that Rashi is using this Pasuk initially to show that even Ra'u with an Aleph, because it says Yoyre, we know the word Rava with a He, the man's voice of Rava, that's me. But in Mishle it says, with an Aleph, so that proves that Rava could mean sated even with an Aleph. So therefore, Lama Tisra'u, where there's an Aleph, where you would otherwise expect a He, that could mean why are you sated? Okay, now that we have to understand. What? So why would they go there? Yeah, they're not sated. What do you mean, why are they sated? And the next Pasuk says, we're going to die. Okay, fine. We need to live, so you should go down to a time. So what does it say, why are you sated? Now, okay, so basically like this. In order to understand the Pasuk, however we're going to explain the Pasuk, the, what the, the period of this Pasuk has to address this tension this misunderstanding between Yaakov and his children. That's what's happening in Pasagal. The Yaakov and the Bnei Yaakov are on different uh, sides of the, of the question here, right? So if you want to know, okay, so what's going on in this Pasag? Well, the first thing you have to think about is what, uh, what issue divides Yaakov and Banov? What major issue? And that is obviously Yosef, because they sold Yosef and Yaakov probably doesn't know that or something, but at least he wouldn't have sold him. Bukhara doesn't know that, right? So that's that's what's between Yaakov and Bonov, and that's, I think, the Maftech, the understanding here, that there's a, there's a dichotomy between the Bnei Yaakov and Yaakov, Legea to what to do now, and that's because of their different stances on Yosef. And of course, the story is going to continue that the Shvatim are going to have their kind of experience by going down to the time, which is going to be pretty nasty, and Yaakov is going to ultimately when Yaakov is going to go down to time, everything's going to be fine. So that already gives you the Pesach that Yaakov has one thing to say on this and, and the Bona might have a different feeling about it, which we'll get to soon. Okay? First, I want to talk about the next Pesach. So in Pesach, in Pesach, so he's telling them, look, we have to live in that day. It sounds almost like they didn't know that they were in a dire state, right? He's telling them, look, you have to go so that we should live. Kilu, he has to convince them. Why didn't they know what's that about? And just to look further, this is just an important place where this is repeated. This is in fact Mem Gimel. They went down to the time and they came back. And this time, Perak Mem Gimel, Pasuk Ches, there Yehuda repeats these words of Nechiel Anamos. And there he adds, Gamanachnu, Gamato, Gamtape. I think that's because Perak Mem Gimel begins with Rav Kaved Baret. So there was, there was, that's another stage of the Rav. And there, Yehuda says, we have to go down to the time, otherwise we're, otherwise we're going to die. Us, too, and you, and the children. So it's mashma that um, in the original statement, when Yaakov said, it doesn't mean everyone's going to die. Maybe it means the dependents, the weak people. Not the, not the Shvatim themselves, that's what I think. When Yehuda repeated, he said, even us, even the the young men, the strongest ones in the family. Yaakov is telling them to go because there's there are dependents, there's women, there's old people, as we find that they had to bring Ravin Batechem, 
the whole focus is after being food for their families. So they are the, the Shvatim themselves are the, are the ones who are at least in need of it, being the strongest. I think that's the, that's an important point, which we'll get back to soon. Okay, so let's go, let's go talk about the Pasuk Aleph in light of the three different meanings of Tisroel. So let's say Lama Tisroel means why are you experiencing Re'ia among yourselves instead of doing what I'm doing, which is seeing. Okay, so Yaakov sees, and they are standing around looking at each other as if not having a clue what to do with themselves. So, the vart is like this. Take a look at Amos Perikhas. Why did you say? What? Why did you say we will live and, have and we won't die? Why did you say I will? Um, yeah, uh, so who's we? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he means him and the brothers or he means all the people that are at home. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Okay, so in Micha Perches, which we spoke about last week, we spoke about numerous times, it goes like this. Um, we spoke about this last week, that in that context, where it talks about the people that are cornering the market, amazing the prices, then it says in Pazik Zayin, Nishba Hashem B'Koin Yaakov Eshkach L'Netzach Kom Ha'asayim, Hashem swears by Yaakov that it cannot be forgotten forever. And we noted last week that, oh, after it says about Yosef taking advantage of the poor material, it says, it starts by Yar Yaakov. Yaakov sees something. As, and again, the whole Pazik is Miyutr, as it were, meaning the Pazik is pointing to some Oymek, by Yar Yaakov, why did Yaakov have to see it? Why can everyone else see it? What's the significance? And Omois is picking up on that mashmoz and saying, oh, Yaakov, Goin Yaakov is Mechaev, that, that something has to be resolved. Right? That's his book about Lassie. Okay? Now, if you look in that parak, what happens is like this. Parak has and Omois begins, Hashem showed Omois something. So Omois was undergoing a test of vision. And he was shown a clove koyetz. A clove koyetz means a basket of summer fruits. And Amis was asked, what do you see? So he's being tested if he's a good Raya. And he saw well. He saw it as a cliff which is what it was. And the message was, So he saw a basket of summer fruits. And this is how the Buah works. Or how I'm busy with this um, interesting thing. They see images and the images. The, the basket of summer fruit. So, oh, it's, it's a cliff So kayets means kates. And it's very important, you see, because he had to see it well. Wasn't me had to see it well. I won't get see a basket of summer fruit. No. Why are you calling it a clove kayat? Maybe it's a maybe it's a, a, a bowl of cherries plus plus pineapples or whatever summer fruits are. But he he, he identified it as a clove kayat, specifically those words, so then he knew Vahakates, right? If he would have seen it, if he would have described it as something else, he wouldn't know Vahakates. Vahakates, I'm not going to forgive the people for all the terrible things they do. They sell the poor person, they take advantage of the poor person to buy shoes. To buy to buy the poor people with kesef. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, the shoes over there are in pasuk vav, which is a reference to mechiras yosef. It says in Amos Perek Beis, they sell the poor person for shoes. As I'll, that, uh, as I'll say about the shvatim. Fine. So now Amos saw correctly, and this is very important. We spoke about this. It's an amazing insight in the beginning of Parashat, not beginning in Parshas Vayeshev. Perik Lamed Zayin, Pasuk Chafei, it's a very strange Pasuk, after they 
put Yosef in the bar. Vayeshu leicho lechem. Vayisu einayim vayiru v'hine archas yishmael and bog migel adug malayim noisim nechayisu tzivalet hachem b'chayim v'tzrayim. Okay. What's the vayisu einayim vayiru as if there's some significance? They picked up their eyes and saw. And who cares what was in the caravan? So the pshat is like this. The pshat is that that was a failed re'il. Because what they were supposed to see, these are the Nevi'im. They're selling Yosef because he's not a Navi, he's a dreamer. And now look what happens. They picked up their eyes to see, and they should have seen Klovkayetz. And they would have seen it, they should have said, ah, oh, that's a Klovkayetz, you know what that means? Bohakayetz. We're in big trouble for selling Yosef. This is a bad idea. That's what Allah says. Bah Kates, I can't forgive them. Instead, they saw it as they sold it. Now, Agav, it could be Nechayis Tzivalait is a Nebuah Sheker, or whatever you want to call it, I don't know. And you have to you have to decipher what Nechayis Tzivalait means. And there's, there's things to do about that also, possibly. But the Iker is that they didn't see it as a Klov Kayetz, is that they failed seeing it in the right way. And they didn't identify it as a Klov Kayetz, which is what the Navi Amis of Amos did. And knew that Hashem is not going to forgive the people that sell. And therefore they said, oh, okay, so let's tack ourselves. Okay? So now, so let's understand now. So there's 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 a question of who can see properly. And the Shvatim lost their ability to see properly because they sold the Yisip. So now let's go back to this passage. But Yar Yaakov. Yaakov sees. That means Yaakov know Yaakov has this Kayak Ba'il. Trashi says, the Medrash says, Yar Yaakov means. Something like Nevu, it's not Mamish Nevu, because Yaakov lost his Nevu, but it's a, it's a sense. But Yaakov, Yaakov knows, he knows what we're supposed to be going. He sees what we're supposed to be getting to. He sees the the the, the destiny, and where the where the destiny of Kaisal is based on the events. Shevab Mitzrayim, and that means we're supposed to go to Mitzrayim and Azaidas. And meanwhile, the Shavatim, what happened to them is that they, they messed up their ability to see, because they saw the Isaac. Um, and look at what it says in Amos over there. It says in Amos, it's because they put Yosef in the bar, that's why they used to name by year they couldn't see well. It says in Amos that peg, Perches, that what's going to happen because the people sell, do 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 their shtick, take advantage of the poor, etc. test. It's going to become dark. You're not going to be able to see. And that's what it says in Micha too. Micha Per Gimel. Micha is also about the sale of Yosef. I'll just review some of the points here. Micha Per Gimel begins Shimuna Rashi Yaakov. Shimuna. That's what Yosef began his recounting his dream. Shimuna Chalamti. And the Medrash says Yosef telling the brother Shimuna. This is what the Nevi'im are going to tell you. Shimuna. This is in Per Gimel and Micha. Shimuna Rashi Yaakov. What's his message? You should do mishpat. Instead, you consume the flesh of the people and you strip their skins off of them. It's like they stripped the Yosef's clothing. And Hashem will hide from you. Okay? And then it talks about the Nevi'im that, that are, not, are, not, um, are not good Nevi'im. The sun is going to set on the Nevi'im, and the Nevi'im will not have Ma'anei Alekim. Hashem won't, won't, um, won't respond to them. And of course, Yosef said, So basically, the, the ability of the Shvatim, the fight is about who has the ability to predict the future, Asr Yosef. And by them selling Yosef, they, um, for, they forfeited, or they lost their Ma'anei their Alekim to be Nevi'im. 
Okay, and keeps on going there. But the point is that the point is that Vayar Yaakov he sees, and what are the Shvatim doing? They're standing around, and everyone knows that the Shev of Mitzrayim, and they're dumbstruck by the fact that the Shev of Mitzrayim. They don't know what to make of it. They're just standing around looking at each other because, basically, they realized that they made a big error. And not only that, in other words, the Shever and Mitzrayim, they know also that the Shever and Mitzrayim, Yosef has dreams about Tua. They sold Yosef to Mitzrayim, but all of a sudden there's a Rav, and somehow Mitzrayim is miraculously protect, protected from the Rav. That's it. And the Rav was of Mitzrayim also, right? So there's a miracle going on. So Yaakov sees it, and he knows exactly what that means. We have to go to Mitzrayim. And there, instead of knowing what it means, instead of being Roy'eh, they're just being Misra'eh, which means looking at each other like, uh-oh. We we're in big trouble. I mean, we're in big trouble. We, we we don't know how to see anymore. And this is the proof that we don't know how to see anymore because something is happening, which none of us would have predicted. The Hainu that Yosef sailed to the time apparently is going to be the issue, which means he was right and we were wrong. And we don't know. And we tackle lost our ability to see. Okay? That's the Vart. So. <clears throat> Everything comes. What? Everything comes together. All the Pshatta. What do you mean, all the Pshatta? Throw, seeing and being afraid is all. Right. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about how it all come together. Right. Um. We'll see how they come together. I, I think it's a different point of error. Yeah, perhaps. Well, let's see how it comes together. So now, so they can't see, right? They don't have the ability to see. And look what happens. They go down to the time and Yosef tells them, I am a Raglan. You're coming to be Roya the Ervas Aretz. Because you guys are not Royim. They lost their ability to be Roya. But yeah, Yaakov. Yaakov's not being Roya the Ervas Aretz. Yaakov's going to come to the time and it's going to be amazing. And Hashem's going to appear to be Maraz Alayla. And he's going to, and Yosef is, is going to Vayere uh, Elov. Right? Doesn't say Vayere Elov. Come to think of it. Right in Perik Memvav Pasuk Chavtes, Vayera Elov Yosef appears to Yaakov, and Yaakov says to Yosef, "Now that Achari Oisi es Panecha, after I saw you, right?" So Yosef is very happy to appear to Yaakov, and Yaakov is very happy to see Yosef, and that's exactly how it's supposed to be. While the Shvatim do not recognize Yosef, and by the way, you have the same similar construct, Russian diktuk. Yaakov sees and he says this bottom of Allah Tisra'u, and there it says Vayakir Yosef Azakov and Vayisnakir. Vayisnakir is the Hispa'el, that's a good example, of 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 Nechar to make yourself into a stranger, which is related to Hakir, just identify. But there Vayakir and Vahis Snakir him. So they can't see him and, and they, they don't have they don't they're they're unable to see. On the contrary, he accuses them of being Roya the Arabasarts. Basically they have negative vision, they're not able to see things in the Aine Hashem, the attack lost that. And Yaakov is Roya Kahagim, and he sees what's what's next. And and also it goes together, we spoke about this many times, that it says Nishaya that the descent of Mitzrayim was not based on the Piyashem. They didn't ask Hashem. Nishaya Periklamid. Nishaya Periklamid. Very important. Um, without going into how we know it's talking about this Perik, but it is. So the bottom servim, bottom servim, who have an eighth of that doesn't come from Hashem, and to add one sin on the other, go down to the time and not asking Hashem. You know who's that about? That's about the bottom servim. Who the bottom servim? All the bnei Yaakov, Yosef in his way. He, Yosef, the pasuk says, is the periklamet pasuk reads in Yeshayah, Lotoyz b'Motoyz power. He's taking strength and power. We spoke about that, and that's not the real strength. The real strength is, the real strength is, um, 
as it says in Perek of Zayin, Pasukei Ozi Achazik B'Mauzi Yaaseh Shalom Li Shalom Yaaseh Li. The real strength is the Mois of Hashem, and that's the real Shalom. Yosef takes refuge in the Mois Paray, and he is Maftiyach Shalom Paray. That's not the real stuff. And the brothers, they they cause this all to happen, and then they end up going down to Mitzrayim, and that's all uh, eights of Eloi Midi. They didn't ask Hashem. Why? That, that this pasuk is telling us because Yaakov sees and seeing Ve'yar Yaakov is a big deal. Like I said, the Medrash says Ve'yar Yaakov. Rashi says Ve'yar Yaakov. Oh, Yaakov has this vision. Yaakov seeing means he has like a spaklario. He has a, a spaklario. Shakodesh Rashi calls it. And when it's Bunim, and he says to his Bunim, "What's going on? How come you're not on the same page as me?" And that's the whole point that they're going down to the time without Re'il. It's a big problem. Because they're going down to time without Piyashem Loish Olu. But Yaakov, who's going to go down to time, ultimately Hashem is going to appear to him and tell him, Altir Vidam Tzayim. So he's not going to go down to the time with Piyashem Loish Olu. And right over here, this passage starts. Yaakov sees, he's going down with vision, and, and he says to his brother, I don't have a tongue with you guys. So how can we not say pages with me? What's going on? You have to go teach them. He doesn't understand why they're not, under, why they're not understanding. So back to that pasuk in Amos, which we ended on last week. In Amos, it says Nishba Hashem begon Yaakov Eshkech Lanetzach Kol Maseim. So we spoke about it last week that it means Yosef has to eventually be saved from being mushba from power. But it could also mean, see, Amos talks about two things: what the Shvatim did to Yosef and what Yosef did to Mitzrayim. Everyone's abusing everyone else. Yosef is passing it on. Perhaps the trauma that he suffered from his brothers abusing him, he's now uh, he's now acting that out on the Mitzrayim. Could be Amos is saying. But is both. Hashem doesn't forget what the Shvatim did to Yosef. And that's this possibility. He's like, there's something that has to be settled, which is you have to go down to the time. They can't see that because they're, 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 the, they're the bad guys here. So is, is, is that Hashem doesn't forget what the Shvatim did to Yosef. And therefore, Yaakov is going to send them down into harm's way. And, and, um, as, and they're going to get punished for, for what they did. Right? And they're going to come and say, and they'll be charged with seeing the Erevazarts because they don't have the right to eat. Because they don't have the correct to eat. Okay, that's if Lama Tazorah means, um, why are you not being Raya as I am? Why are you being Misra'e, being seen or seeing each other, looking at each other like a bunch of, like, like, you have know, like clueless about what, how to act. That's that section. Now let's talk about the other passing in Mishle, which is right in the right spot, where it says, Marve gam hu So he's telling like this, you shouldn't be full. Okay, you shouldn't be full. Now, it wasn't saying Mishlei. You know who deserves to be full? Someone who makes other people full. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about that. <laughs> um, apparently, they were full, according to that shot, right? And that's Mashman Pazak Bey's, where he had to tell them, the Nikhi Namos. He had to tell them, the Nikhi Namos. Thank you. He had to tell them, the Nikhi Namos, it's Mashman that they didn't realize that they're in danger, right? Basically, they had food. They were satisfied. And Yaakov is mourning them. Why are you satisfied? Now, based on the Pasuk and Mishlei, we could say like this. The Pasuk and Mishlei says that, you know who deserves to be satisfied? Only people who satisfy others. So, so, so Yaakov is telling them like this. He's telling them, why are you busy? Why are you guys, why are you um, Rava? You shouldn't be Rava. Because Marve in order the schus to be rava when there's a rav is if you're engaged in in keeping other people and doing chesed and being marve other people. So in the chanami you're fine, but 
you don't have, you, you seem to be fine, but alt, but really, truly, morally, you don't deserve to be rava unless you marry others. So unless you go down and get involved in the, in the, in the rescue effort, we're going to die. In order for us to live, why are you acting in a way that you're rava? You should be, you don't, you don't deserve to be rava unless you're going to go down to the tribe and get involved in the effort of being marva. If you don't, we're going to die. So he's teaching in this rule that only a marva is a gerud. Which basically means like this. Now, so let's understand. So what, why? So again, Yaakov held like this and they didn't. Why not? And it's not so much about clay because it's more like Yaakov is moneying them, right? It's not like Yaakov held one way than the other. It's Yaakov said to them, Lama. What does that mean, Lama? It means Yaakov's right. But they didn't know that or something, right? So let's say, according to Afro, it's not, it's not like he said one thing, they said another thing. So according to Afro, it's, yeah, they couldn't do it. And Yaakov is like, what's wrong with you guys? Something wrong with you. And according to Afro, also, what Yaakov demanding from them, essentially? He's demanding from them to be like Yosef. The Ma'avagam Huriyayu, the Brachal Rosh Mashbir. Well, to go like, just like Yosef is going feeding everyone, you guys should also get involved in feeding everyone. Obviously, Yosef doesn't know this. But that means they're going to go down to the tribe, they're going to engage with Yosef, they can't do that. Because they sell the Yosef. They know what trouble they're getting into. In other words, again, they know something Yaakov doesn't know. They know that Yosef was sold to Mitzrayim. And so Yosef's dreams about, about bread and Yosef sold to Mitzrayim means that they're walking into Yosef's clutches and they have a big problem with that. Which you see they should because Yosef is very dangerous for them. Or whatever. We have to figure out what happens there. But the point is that Yaakov is telling them basically be Marva like Yosef is and they and, and they weren't ready to do that. So Yaakov said, Lama. What's going on? What's wrong with you? Okay? And what if it means don't be afraid? So I think it means like this. I think. So he's telling them, don't be afraid. He needs a shepherd time. Why should he be afraid? Because there's a rough, right? Because there's a rough, so you have to be afraid. Now, what do you do about a rough? What do you do about a rough? So we spoke about this in Mizmah Kufnam Zayin. Oh, I should mention also that, I forgot to mention this, that the, 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 the Medrash says that Shever. There's also Milashan Sever, hope. Because it says in Mizma Kufman Vav, Asher Shekel Yaakov Be'ezroi, Sivroi Al Hashem Alekov. Sivroi means he, he, he has hope. So the Medrash Dash says, Shever is the Shibud, and Sever, hope is the Geula, and Shever, like the, the Pasuk, Shiv, yes, Shever also means Sever, and there's too much Mus, and there was, there, was, there was a Shever, a break, because the word Shever, by the way, is always used in a hunger. It's like break, to, the thing that breaks the fast. There's enough food to break the hunger. So there's a break, there's problems, but there's also sever. And that comes from that Mizmar Kufmebav, where it says, And I think the fact that Mizmar Kufmebav Zayin is all about this parasha confirms that we should read Sivroi and Shever and Yaakov on, on this pasuk. Okay? So there it says like this, what do you do if there's a Rav? So what we learned in the last Numerushurim and, and based on Mizmar Kufmebav Zayin and Lamed Gimel is that there's two things you could do in a Rav. You could have Dvuras Asos, Shaykeh or Yireyav Miachlam Lachaste. So they were apparently were afraid. And Yaakov was saying to them, why are you afraid? You go down to the time. What's the big deal? What are you afraid of? So the Pshah is like this, meaning, why why should they not be afraid? Because they're young. Just like Yosef is young, Yaakov didn't go down to the time when he's an old man. But they can go. Just like Yosef was a young man who was able to take care of the rough, you guys are also young men. What are you afraid of? Go, get involved. So basically he's telling them, do the same thing as Yosef is doing. And again, it's the same point. Why are they afraid? Because they know. They know what they're walking into, and that's what Yaakov doesn't know. Yaakov's telling them, you have nothing to be very afraid of, meaning, on the we know that he's telling them to do the exact same thing Yaisik did. Use the fact that he's young and his power to and energy to figure out a way to to, to get to Hanetza, right? 
and then survive the world. And they know that um, it's actually very dangerous to them because this is Yosef's territory. So that's what they're afraid. So ya Yaakov, Yaakov, who doesn't know what's going on, tells him, what are you afraid of? Okay. Um, I want to just add one thing. This we're going to end. That Take a look in that parak in Yeshaya. So yeah, you have to put together how the Pshatim come together. They sort of do, maybe in different ways, a little bit to think about how, whether they come together. How they come together. I think you were saying differently, how they come but together. No? They were scared because they couldn't see. Because they couldn't see... Right, 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 right. In other so, words, for them, the time was a was a big problem. Exactly. Yeah, for them, the time was a very big problem. Yaakov, for Yaakov, wasn't a problem. Yaakov sees, he understands. In other words, he understands this is where we're supposed to be going. So he's he's going to go to Mitzrayim with Hashem, but he's sending his sons, who are meaning to say he knows what does that mean to go to Mitzrayim with Hashem. He knows exactly why he's supposed to be there, and therefore how he's supposed to be there, and how it's going to be safe. They are in the dark. Meaning to say, because they, they had an engagement with Mitzrayim, which is selling Yosef to there, which put them in the dark, made them not be able to see the Dach Yashem, made it for them. It's, it's the most scariest thing. Yeah. And 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 therefore they're afraid. Yeah. Right. And yes, and Yaakov says, Why are you afraid? And they couldn't answer him. Right? Because they sold Yosef, what they can tell. Sold Yosef. So that's exactly why we have this Pasuk. Um, so then, so then, just to get to why this Pesukim are here, I mean, say like this, why is the second Pesuk here? Because then it follows. The second Pesuk is follows on the first Pesuk. He's telling them, Lama Tisrael, why aren't you doing the same thing I'm doing, which is, Hinei Shomati Ki Yashav B'Mitzrayim, and, and, and everything is good. On the switch, by the, right? Oh, I know a lot of people is the same thing. On the switch from Re'iyah to Shmi'ah, just one thing to say, I mean, I, I think according to this, it's not Shrek, because Pesuk Aleph is saying Yaakov had a vision. It's, it's like uh, he 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 saw the future, and Pasuk Beis is saying the Mitzias because he heard Shemim time he understood it as he knew where he's supposed to go. Okay, could be a much sure about that. The Metra says that it's pointing to a certain confusion. Yaakov didn't have the, cl the clearest of Nebuah because it says Vatchiwach Yaakov Avimel later. So this was like what Rashi calls it a Spaklayish Kodesh, but it wasn't Mamish Klonevuah. It was like it was maybe Re'ia, maybe Shmiya, or something fuzzy. Okay. Based on this Re'i and Shmi, I want to point out in Perak Laman and Yishai. So Perak Laman and Yishai talks about, as we've discussed, going down to Mitzrayim and not asking Hashem. And because of that, take a look at, um, and Mitzrayim is, is, is not dependable. And if you look at Pasuk Vav, by the way, it talks about um, camels going down to Mitzrayim with, um, with their Oitzris. Um, Spoke about this in that part when we get to that passage of Orchas Yishmaelim going down to Mitzrayim, back in Vayeshev. And Mitzrayim is not dependable. Pasuk Tess says they're Bonam Kechoshim, Pasuk Yud, because they tell the seers not to see. So the Bonam Kechoshim, the, the Bonam Serim, caused that we lose vision. And they say, Pasuk Yud Aleph Hashbisu Mipanenu as Kedosh Yisrael. Kedosh Yisrael is code for Yosef in Yeshaya. I'm going into how I know that earlier. So they don't want to have anything to do with Kedosh Yisrael, and therefore they're going to be in big trouble. Fine. Okay. And then take a look at Pasuk Yudtes, and it talks about the nation that could, that will stay in Zion and Yerushalayim. You'll have small amount of bread, small amount of water. And then so you'll be able to see and your ears will hear 
You'll be able to see and you'll hear a, a, a message knowing which path to go. So the lechem ta'amayim lachatz is 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 um, that here they're doing an eitzah shaloi not from Hashem, which is to go down to Mitzrayim because there's a hunger. The alternative would have been stay in Tzioim and eat lechem ta'amayim lachatz, and then I don't know somehow get the right reentry. I'm not sure how they could have gotten that. I don't know how that works. In other words, what Yishai says is you're going down to Mitzrayim, so you do you're not doing the atzas Hashem, right? Because Hashem never told you to go down time. Okay, but that's because they're stuck between Yaakov's quasi Riyah and they're not having Riyah, right? So let's say they would have said, no, we can't, we can't, we, we, we need a Riyah. Let's say they would have said to Yaakov, listen, Lamatuzo is a good Kasha. The answer is, we need to do true. Okay, right? That would have been We need to learn how to be Riyah again. Because we sold Yasef, right? Okay, so what then? My says are rough. What do we do now? So maybe that's in Pazak saying, get lechem ta'amayim lachatz, and then you'll have In other words, the, the, the pressures of the Rav, the pressures of that they wanted more than lechem ta'amayim lachatz is what, led, is what led them to the situation where they didn't have re-end in Okay, exactly what, whether it was really alternatively, I don't know, I have to work it up, just, just to show. Okay.